This is Bacchanal Abroad, the bonus episodes. Once a month, we'll take some time as a community to reflect on how we can make the most of where we are to get to where we want to be. I'm your host, Anika Lineals, and together we'll use these monthly check-ins to really connect with ourselves and explore what travel really means to us and how a move abroad can transform our lives from stagnant to thriving. Welcome back to another episode here on the Back and All Abroad podcast. I'm your host, Anika Lee, and listen... Every time I record a new episode, I'm just also so thrilled because of all of the responses so far. And um, honestly, thank you to everyone who tunes in weekly for travel stories, life inspiration, and the motivation that you need to show up and show out in your life. Just a heads up, last week's episode was the final interview episode for the first season of the podcast. And I say the first season, but really, I'm just going to be taking a tiny break as I refocus and restructure the Caribbean Millennial to look and feel a little bit more like what I had originally intended for this platform. These bonus episodes are just that for me. I didn't want to take away the travel content completely because I know how important it is to add our voices, our perspectives, and our stories to these conversations about travel and life abroad so that more of us know and trust that this lifestyle is not completely out of our reach. So between now and next year, I'll be dropping in with our monthly reflection to help us keep in check and on top of all of the things going on in our lives. And you can follow along on Instagram if you feel like a month is too long. The link is always in the description of the episode. Regular Back in All Abroad episodes will resume in March 2021. God spare life. So today's episode is pretty much inspired by the fact that this podcast even exists. Let me tell you a story. (laughs) So last year, while I was on Christmas vacation in Andalusia, I carried around my journal with me and I would write down all of my reflections for 2019 and what I was looking forward to in the new year. Having a podcast was one of the things that I wrote about. Of course, the podcast that I had envisioned had a completely different name, a completely different dynamic, and you already kind of know how the middle part of the story goes, but I'm going to lay it out for you anyway. So as 2020 kicks off, I am focused on everything else but starting off my podcast because I really wanted to wait until I had a super expensive mic, a camera, a ring light, the whole shebang. I wanted to do a video style podcast so I could upload episodes to YouTube and IGTV. So the idea was we would go around to different places in Madrid because ask anybody and they will tell you I am a brunchaholic. I love brunch and Madrid is brunch capital in my eyes. So yeah, when 2020 started, I didn't have any of those things, and so the podcast was not top of mind at all. Then boom, pandemic. Now, this was a few weeks into Italy's lockdown. Spain was still fully functioning, a little unaware about what was going on and what was waiting for us around the corner, and I too was none the wiser. A friend had mentioned that she was listening to a podcast um, that she was really enjoying, and she felt that the direction that I was going in with the Caribbean Millennial, it would have been cool to have a podcast to go along with it. And I just thought to myself, a blog and a podcast, I don't have time right now for all of that, you know? And I brushed the thought off, but it didn't go too far away. So as schools were going to be closed for two weeks in the middle of March, I thought, okay, buy a cheap mic on Amazon and let's go. Honestly, looking back from then to now, I'm kind of really confused as to how a pandemic kick-started this crazy beautiful thing. And it doesn't really make much sense to me how it all came together so well. So on Tuesday, 
wait, wait, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. On Monday, I was listening to the news and Pedro Sanchez was on TV. No, I think it wasn't Pedro, it was the health minister. He was on TV and he was talking about, oh my gosh, coronavirus. We need to do something. It's going crazy. And there was like mumblings on the bus because people were talking and they were saying, oh, they're going to shut down the country. And I was like, ooh, boy. And so the gears in my mind started kicking. Then on Tuesday, I go to school and my coordinator told me, don't come back to school for the next two weeks. No problem. That evening, I messaged Casey and I asked her to order the, the microphone that I currently have um, from Amazon Prime for me. And the next day, I went to my aerial yoga class. And when I came home, my mic was waiting for me. And then that Friday, that same Friday, Casey, Daniel, and I had recorded the first two episodes. And after we finished recording, we found out that the next day, which was the Saturday, the entire country was going to be in lockdown. They said for two weeks, but uh, we all know that it turned out to actually be one of the longest and one of the strictest lockdowns in the world during this whole pandemic. All that to say, you can't let perfectionism get in your way. Let's be real, this is going to be one of the biggest obstacles you face when you're tasked with making any kind of big decision that you think is going to change any aspect of your life. But as with this podcast, one of the things that I've learned is that if it's something that you actually really feel strongly about, then you will always find a way to push past the need for it to be perfect and just get it done anyway. Reflecting on all the times that I personally use perfectionism as an excuse, it really only ever was a prop to kind of block out what the real challenge was. And for me, that almost always was fair. I was afraid of stepping out of my comfort zone. I was afraid of making changes. I was afraid of uprooting my life and starting over from scratch somewhere new. I was afraid that all of my friends and my family wouldn't understand or support what I was doing. Afraid of failing or afraid of succeeding. Really, just afraid of putting myself out there. And we talked a little bit about this in last month's reflection. But the truth is that as human beings, we believe that we thrive in our comfort zones. And perfect is really a disguise for not doing. And when that urge to resist, to stop, to not move forward comes up for you, that's when you have to get curious and ask yourself, So what is really keeping me from doing this thing then? Because I know that I have a tendency to hide behind perfectionism as an excuse for not committing to something. At the beginning of the year, I settled on the phrase progress over perfection as my mantra for whenever I felt myself getting too much inside of my own head. Along the way, so many things came up for me, including slow progress is better than no progress. Looking back, I'm so grateful that I leaned into fear, I got curious, and I found creative ways to execute that I wouldn't have come up with if I had kept on waiting for perfect. You can go back and check. There were a few weeks when I didn't publish any episodes of this podcast. Sometimes it was because it was completely out of my control, and then other times it was simply because I didn't want to. But instead of letting that stop me from showing up consistently when I could, I had to remind myself of why I'm really doing this. I'm not producing these episodes because I like the sound of my own voice. Okay, I actually do, uh, but seriously. I'm doing it because I genuinely wish I had something like this when I was dreaming of moving abroad and when I was going through my own version of a quarter-life crisis in Madrid back in 2018. I did have support, but it didn't come from people who looked like me or sounded like me. And I personally really value being represented and having my experiences validated in the spaces that I want to see myself in. That's what made it easy for me to publish imperfect episodes. I'm talking about episodes of background noise, mixed level audio, and a plethora of the other issues week after week. Because what I have to share with the world is better than perfect. My story is better than perfect. 
Your story is better than perfect and it deserves a chance to see the light of day. So go for it. So let's wrap up this month's reflection with a few tips to help you push past perfection and do the damn thing, whatever that might be for you. First up, you are better than perfect. We have got to let go of the idea that perfect means 100% blemish and scar-free or no pain, no struggle, no challenges. It is in the difficulties that we learn and grow, but beyond that, perfect really does look so different for each of us. For top-level athletes, perfect looks like winning a gold medal and breaking records set before them. Good for them! When I play sports, perfect looks like actually catching the ball, actually finishing the race, or just showing up and doing my best. What's your perfect? Readjusting the way you see perfect really comes down to being honest with yourself about whether the goal you've set for yourself really applies to you and aligns with your own life. Oftentimes, we are trapped into a comparison loop, looking at somebody else's version of perfect and beating ourselves up about not being able to achieve that when it just does not apply to us. I've asked this question before in other contexts, but it's really a staple when it comes to getting curious and making intentional changes in your life. What are you willing to miss out on while you wait on perfect? Opportunity cost applies to everything in life, not just principles of business. While you're waiting for the equipment, the tools, the confidence, what are you missing out on? Are you okay with that? If yes, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't even be wanting to do whatever it is then. I say that with all the love and respect in my heart. (laughs) And the last thing, progress over perfection. Progress over perfection. Progress over perfection. Once you're sure that this is what you want, you've weighed the opportunity cost and you've shifted your perspective and aligned your goals so it meets your personal criteria for perfect, baby steps are your best friend. Trust me, you just have to start. Those first few steps are always the most awkward and difficult. Few of us were born geniuses at our talents, hobbies, and passions. The majority of us have to practice, practice, practice and bring our own version of perfect to it. The thing about beginnings is once you start, You really get into your own rhythm and groove and it starts adapting to the way you show up and show out. Showing up through the imperfections helps you to build the confidence that allows you to add your own twist on it. And that's what the world needs. Less perfect, more you. So let's recap November's community reflection. If you take nothing else away from this episode, it's this. You are in charge of what your perfect is. And I'll even go as far as to say that you are better than perfect. Just like resting in the comfort zone, perfectionism only helps us stay in the shadows of our fears instead of using that energy to use what we have where we are and take the baby steps that will help us to build the confidence, acquire the tools, learn and grow so we can bring our own version of perfect to the table and get to where we really want to be. And trust me, that is what people want to see or hear. Lately, I've been binge-watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and you'd think they want America's next drag superstar to be a flawless goddess in a sequins dress. But no. Vulnerability. If I had a dollar for every time a queen came on stage dripping flawless Beyonce lemonade, and a judge said, I'm getting bored of your perfection, I'd be rich, but you get my point. Perfection, as much as you think you want it, actually robs you of the essence of who you are and what you have to bring to the table that makes you unique. What is that thing for you? For me, it seems to be my ability to bring people together and connect all of us across the diaspora, inspire, motivate, and challenge us to be better versions of ourselves 
And I really hope that I am doing that for you. And that's a wrap on this week's episode. Thank you for choosing to spend this time with me. I am forever grateful to each and every listener, Caribbean millennial or not, at home or abroad. Wherever you are, whoever you may be, you are always welcome here. If you enjoyed November's Reflection, I'd love to hear your feedback. There are a few ways that you can do that. First of all, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and let me know exactly what you've loved about this week's episode. You can also feel free to follow at the Caribbean Millennial on Instagram and send me a DM. Lastly, share this episode with anyone you think could use some time to self-reflect. The more of us creating these shifts together, the greater the chance we have of transforming our communities. Don't forget, I am taking a well-deserved break, but I will be working on bringing you more conversations with Caribbean millennials from across the diaspora, starting again in March 2021. Catch you in December for our next monthly reflection.